Jess, please just start the podcast uh, with what you just said to us then. There's a little rallying cry before we got going. I said, come on, bitches, let's go. Come on, bitches, let's go. It's Bush's board game thing. <laughs> Powered by Zatu Games, so I'm sure we'll be over the moon. Oh, hold on a minute. What is that? Yeah, I've had a long day. We're recording this in the evening. You know, the kids have just gone to bed. So, you know, I'm, I deserve a little tinny while we record the podcast. That. But let's try and keep it quick because... The more I drink, the more slurred I'm going to get. <laughs> this is the weekly uh, board gaming podcast that's not totally about board games, but the conversations that those games bring up. Uh, it's Andy Bush here, joined uh, by uh, Jess T-Bone Temby and Iron Brian Murphy, just to give you guys wrestling no, names. No, Jeff. She's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Oh, drop the Jeff stuff. There's something about calling you Jeff that we just can't stop doing it. I, I don't know if people listening to this have got nicknames that they have to use with workmates, but we can't stop calling Jess Jeff. Uh, you've got a very interesting logo on your jumper, Jeff, Jess, as we start talking about this uh, episode this week. What does it say? Raven is a state of mind. Raven is a state, state of mind. mind. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Grow up and cut your hair. Oh, what, are you joking? I love Raven. It's from Annie Mac's website. And I saw it and I went, do you know what? I love Raven and I like looking like a bit of an idiot. So it's in like bright yellow. Yeah, you like getting off your face on goofballs, do you? Hey? No, I like going out and enjoying music and appreciating music. Uh, I don't know whether... <laughs> she just did a big wink. I know, wink. I saw it. She just did a big wink at the camera. Look, okay, I'm just putting it out there. I just enjoy dance music. Just putting that out there. What is your, what's yes. your view on, on nightclubs? Because I, even back in the heyday, my heyday, which is long since behind me in terms of going out, I'd never really liked nightclubs. It's just a lot of getting no. sore backs of legs from standing up for ages and dancing but not really enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't been to a nightclub in a long, long time. Obviously, I go to like events where DJs play very different to a nightclub right. but yet yeah, nightclubs very I haven't done them since uni one of the best things about nightclubs though yeah getting something to eat afterwards oh, I used oh. to be in I used to be in um, Chili Whites in Leicester and I used to be like girls should we go get some chicken nuggets and cheese chips? They'd be like, yeah, let's go. And then we'd like run to the kebab shop and be like shoving it in our faces in the street. Oh my God, the best, the best. You, uh, have we talked about this on a podcast about what my go-to uh, kebab snack is? No. no I don't think so. I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this. <laughs> and this has been honed over many years. Yeah. Uh, I I get, and it, I, when I say it, I feel I feel just disgraceful absolutely disgraceful when i say it and i'm ashamed of myself uh when i get a, when i get kebab i just get a donna wrap and i just and when they, when they say salad i have to sh- i have to shuffle over to the when they go do you want salad on that i'll shuffle over to the front and so no one hears me and just go can i just get loads of chili sauce and loads of onions please oh my that's all God. i have in it it's amazing the next it's morning amazing. But you I tell must you what, hum the, the next oh, morning the, i know poor yeah wife. it's the, i've had some issues had some issues <laughs> do you not get heartburn i'd get acid reflux if I had that many I, I don't even get heartburn the next night. I barely, I barely get it down at the time. <laughs> Do you know what we used to get on the way back? Because um, we'll find out in a second what your your um, nightclubs were that you used to go to back in the day. Because everyone's got a, a terribly named nightclub that they started off with. On our way back from Judy G's in Torquay, <laughs> we would always go to... Name, uh, we'd go to KFC, but, a K, but get a KFC burger. I used to love them. Oh. Like a chicken burger from the local yeah. chicken joint. Absolutely used to love those things. What were your nightclubs that you, you guys used to go to uh, in your formative years then? Uh, 
I used to go to uh, there was a place called Club UN on the Tottenham High Road. Club UN. Uh, it's been it's been called many many things, but at, at one point it was called Club UN, and it had uh, uh, a UN people carrier outside it. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know if it was an official UN people carrier. They, they certainly put the logo on. I don't. Could know you could the you get like themed about. drinks in there, like a Kofi Annan uh, cocktail <laughs> and stuff like that? The Butchros Butchros no, Garlic. But no, no, but they should have done. They, they should have done. I, mine used to be called um, Tramps in Worcester, and it was an absolute maze. Like, you, there were so many rooms, and also there was these stairs in there, which so many people fell down and got hurt. I don't understand why those stairs were there. And I once was on the dance floor in some heels, and my friend was like, you've got something in your heels, something on your heel. And I was like, what's that? And I bent down to pick it up, and it was a pair of knickers. It's very, very, very bizarre. Um, They've come off because someone's had a bit of an accident, I think, as well. I, There's I nothing sexy know. about that. And then I went to lots of liquid and MVs, which are usually just huge rooms with a lot of carpet. And it's like 99p for vodka and coke. I might have told you guys this before, but I have to give special mention to my friend Mike from the West Country, who uh, grew up in the area in a place called Stroud. And they used to have a nightclub called the Ministry of Stroud, which is a fantastic <laughs> name for a nightclub. Bush's board game thing. Uh, this week's episode is all about one of Jess's favourite ever board games. She's been on us each week to play it. Finally, we have uh, given in and we're going to do it. Jess, please explain the game that we're playing and that this episode is all about. So it's called Settlers of Catan, or just Catan for short. Yeah. And it's a board game where you have to trade, build and settle um which we we talk about that at length in in the clip as to why it's called that but it's basically a game where you have to think about what you're doing and you have to build settlements and then i can't really explain it that's the well, that's the problem with the game is that actually that what you have to do is you have to get materials and build things and it makes it sound extremely boring but there's lots of backstabbing in there and you know sneaking and cheating it's just Honestly, and the, do you know what as well? What puts people off the board, the, the box looked boring. It does look if boring. It looks like a little nativity scene. From oh like my god! The 70s. If you saw the box, it's so. I tell you what it looks like. Yeah, the box to me looks like. Do you remember when you used to go to school? And they would have a PC in the corner and there'd be child-friendly games you could yes. play. It looks yes. like one of the games that like BBC Micro would make or something. Exactly. So all I'm saying is do not be put off by that. It's an incredible game and it saw me through the early days of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. But Brian, you're right. It does look like German Farm Tender 1987 yeah. on the Sinclair Spectrum. It's awful. Uh, but it's a huge game. It's been around for 20 years. Just a bit of, uh, bit of intel before we head into our our gameplay clip of us playing it uh, from a couple of nights ago. Um, made by Asmodee, uh, it's been going for 25 years. As a quote from the Wall Street Journal, it goes as follows, Settlers has become so popular in Silicon Valley that it's now being used as an icebreaker at some business meetings. What about that? Ah. What, that's a hell of a thing. And we ended up playing this uh, via Zoom video chat because Asmodee, who make the game, have done this thing called Connect and Play, which they give you the components so that if someone, one of your friends, has got the Catan box, the rest of you can join in like Brian and I did, as you're about to hear, and play online. Uh, this is live from Jess's house. Let's find out how we got on. Jess, could you put your hand back in shot, actually? Because I think you could be a hand model. I'm there, I said it. You've got lovely hands. Have you not seen my hand? They're covered in cat scratches. You wait till I get my nails done. Actually, up close up, they're a bit, they're a bit cracked, yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I'll take scratchy, it back. Yeah. 
quite calloused. Do you work on a Norwegian fishing boat by oh, any chance, Jess? You were, I've not had a manicure for like 10 million weeks. So, oh, I'm going to get one in April, though. My hands are going to look stunning. This is the first time I've played it, but I, I, I've watched several guides on how to play it. I'm like one of those middle-aged men that has never ridden a road bike in his life, but he goes out and gets all the lycra, all the gear, no idea, but I'm ready to go. Uh, for me, I'm 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 a little bit hesitant. This is really bad to admit, actually. The first game I ever played with strangers is Settlers of Catan. I went to one of these um, group board game nights called London on Board. Turned up on my own, oh, mate. and it was two or three people that I wasn't that oh, keen on. No. They got because if you haven't got like a game group to go to, you go and meet up, and all the stragglers get together. And they pulled out Settlers of Catan, and this is all they set it up. I said, I'm just going to go to the loo. I'll be back in a minute. And then I just walked off, got on the tube and went up. <laughs> you never. I can respect that move. I can respect that move. It's not nothing to do with the game. It was just them. I just wasn't that into them. There's a reason why they were stragglers. There's a reason why they weren't picked. Okay, so what colour does everyone want to be? Out on the board, we've got white. So the first move. Can I also say, I've just got a bit of an issue with the, the, the tagline for it. Is it build, settle, trade? Kiss. Build, settle, kiss. <laughs> trade, build, settle. Yeah, I think it should be trade, build, settle, fight. There's not. There should Believe be a fight. Believe me, there will there. be some fight. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Build, settle, wrestle. <laughs> Embrace. What you have to do. Okay. The first thing you have to do is place a development piece. You got. You do have lovely hands. Really nice wrists as well. White gloves would have been good, like a snooker <laughs> or umpire, wouldn't it? If you're putting stuff on the table. Okay, I've got one wood and one brick. So you can build a road if you like. I think I'm going to build a road, guys. I think I'm just going to start off by building a road. So you don't want to trade? You're not going to trade? But the game says build, trade, settle. I don't want to trade. He doesn't have to trade. For Christ's sake. Okay, fine. No, no. Build and settle. My, my settlers of Catan is build, then settle. No trade? No trade. You're an isolationist. <laughs> Trades for wimps. I, I want an A road, so I'm going to build a road. There's your A road. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm going to call it the A265. So I suggest, Bush, one of your developments is in number six, and number six is red, which means it's one of the most frequently rolled numbers. So I suggest you put your road here so you can build another development here so you can get more hay. Fantastic, it's going down there. Okay. Yeah, let's put it down there, and I'll get um, I'll get a service station or something on top of there at some point in the future as well. Oh, that'd be nice. Have you got planning permission? Yeah. So it should really be trade, ask for planning permission for local council, <laughs> then build. That's what it should be. I would like to see if anyone wants to do a little trade with me. What you got? What are you offering? How are you turning up in this trade, Jesse? Are you in a van with your stuff in the back or are you on a horse and cart? Just so we know. I'm in a really long trench coat and I look really suspicious. Um, I would like to ask if anybody would swap me. I've got some ore and I would like some hay. Is anybody willing to do that swap? Jess, what I'm willing to give you for that is peace of mind. I want you to give me what you've got, and I promise not to uh, attack you in later rounds. What do you think about that? Oh, interesting. Are we forming an alliance? Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, God. I think this is the first time me and you have ever formed an alliance. I actually think we could get on. And I don't like this. No, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. No, no. Hang on. I'll, I'll give you... I, I need some wood. Give me wood and you can have some of my hay. Yeah, I'll do that. Fine. Andy, do you want to trade with her? I don't trade. Or are you still pursuing your <laughs> isolationist policy? I'm an isolationist, don't trade. <laughs> Sorry, I did not trade. Oh, he's got a seven. Oh, I've got eight cards. I've got over seven cards. I've got uh, just, I've got one, I've got eight cards. 
So I'm going to have to give four back. That is so... Oh, I hate you. Uh, that is really annoying. Um, Bush, where would you like to move the robber to? I quite like the little seaside resort that you've built up, Jess, over in that corner. Isn't it? What number is that on the far side? Oh, yes. mate. Mate. Oh, dear, oh, dear. That's a... That's a nice seaside resort you've got there. It'd be a shame if anything happened to it. Dear, oh dear, oh dear, I appear to have a little accident. Don't, honestly, like, I will not take the piss out of you ever again. I swear to God. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Jess, do this it. is what happens. You're having your, you're having your, you know when you sit on holiday oh. and you sit outside by the harbour having breakfast Hate. and you see smoke in the distance. That's my, t- are they tanks? Can they give me tanks? Oh, you have absolutely ruined me. Right, fine. It's going on there. So now my number eight or square is completely redundant. I spent so long building that up, but fine. Whatever, Bush. Do you know what, mate? I'm going to remember this. It feels good. So you better watch your back. I still won't trade with you. <laughs> as it stands, guys, uh, I've got the longest road at the moment. My road is the longest, as you can see. You do. Yeah, at the end of the end of the game, Jess, how many points do I get for having the longest road? So the longest road gets you two victory points. So you're getting quite close to winning, Brian. Can I ask a question? Well, if you well, if you do a road that's one circle around a hex, so you've made a ring road. I don't. Th- <laughs> and I'm going to play my development card. And uh, I apologise in advance for this, guys. But look, you know, when you're one of the most powerful people on the island of Catan, this sort of thing happens. I'm going to play my Monopoly card. Not to be confused oh. with game. game Monopoly. Wrong this game. Is a separate game. This is the Monopoly <laughs> development card in Catan. And so I'm going to I'm going to demand. Uh, a resource. Oh, what do I need? What do I need? What do I want? Oh, who'd have thought no. that Catan had a dick move card in it? Because this is a dick move. <laughs> this is an absolute dick move. But do you know, I'd love to build another city. I know I've got two cities already. Look, again, like I'd say, I'm the most metropolitan, coolest settlement in Catan. But I think I need, I think I'm going to want to build another city. So I would like all of your ore. Oh, and you know that I've got loads of ore because of my port, my ore port. Oh, my God. Ore port. This is... Brian's raided Jess's ore port. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's my four ore that I have for you, Brian, you absolute prick. Andy, how many have you got? Well, my ore port is also brimming. Here's my two ore from my ore port. (laughs) Clean me out, you rascal. There you go, take my hay and my ore, and watch this, guys. Read them and weep. I'm going to upgrade to a city. What actually constitutes... What's the difference between the development of the city in this game? Like, do you build a cathedral? That's a good point. Because that's the thing in England, isn't it? A city, you have to have a cathedral. Then now you have to, like, have boroughs and councils. Do you have to start doing bin collections? There's a few cities that are called cities. They shouldn't be cities. You know what I mean? They've got a cathedral. Like, what? Like, Bath. No offence to Bath. That shouldn't be a city. I lived in Reading for years, and it's not a city. Uh, and I think there was there was a city off, I believe. It was like that we're going to let one of you be a city, and it was either Reading or what's, what, what city was it? It was like Winchester or something. I don't know what you mean. Are they let in someone that should never be a city in a million years? You know, it's like relegation and promotion. There's only one spot available. And they missed out. And then people, the people of Reading were very bitter about that for years. I like that, though. I like that. What about there should be like 15 births of cities in the whole of the United Kingdom, and then based on how well you're doing, you can drop in and drop out. You might go down two divisions to be a village. That would be brilliant. Oh, what do you reckon is the most overrated city in the country? I'm going to go for Birmingham. <gasps> Don't you dare. I knew you would. No, I hate Birmingham. I hate it. I knew you would. We have got the... Bull ring. Have you ever been to... Have you been on a night out in Birmingham? Yes, yes, I've been on a night out in Birmingham. And that's why I'm saying it's a terrible city. I've been on a night out in Birmingham. It's awful. I 
grew up in that city. I used to go snobs and um, reflex. You're evil. Birmingham is a great city. Brummies are wicked. I'm immediately petitioning that in this new system, Birmingham is stripped of city status immediately. Oh, guys, don't. guys, can we? And you all call your mum's mom as well, you weirdos. Can we just get back to the vibe of Catan? Because this is so not Catan, okay? Sorry, yeah, sorry. You, yeah, you're right. We've got away from the core reason for Catan, which is what was it? Build, settle, trade. Build, trade, settle. Wrestle. Fight and wrestle. Massage. <laughs> my god stop now brian he said he's not gonna trade well, i'm not sure i don't know if i want to give it away he said he's not gonna trade i know i know but i just think i'm sure i can convince him okay right so i'm gonna buy a development card let me have a look okay and it's a night which has taken me over the threshold and i've got 10 points which means i win yeah yes, okay yes, you've got the no, yes. no you've got the largest army it's not the best army, though, is it? Well, it won me the game. It's not about size. Listen, I, I built an incredible ring road. Surely that at least puts me second. It literally went nowhere. <laughs> it, it went nowhere. It went around in circles. You get off at different junctions. Oh, so close. Oh, my God, I'm so pissed off at that. It was just me and Brian playing this game, to be honest. What does Jess get now? Does she rule the island of Catan now? What happens? What a... she, rules, she rules the uh, cat people, the cat people of Catan. <laughs> Immediately, I'm heading into the mountains uh, where I'm going to start an insurgency straight away. I'm not having this. Do you know what I'm going to do, right? All, the, all of the stuff that I've stockpiled, I'm going to burn the lot so that you can't have it. It's my scorched earth policy. <laughs> <laughs> Set fire to the docks. So there you have it. A win for Jess on her home turf. Settlers of Catan. Yes. Oh, life is good. It was good. very good. Life is good. I enjoyed good. that. I enjoyed yeah. that. Even though I lost, uh, I probably could have won had I tried harder. And obviously, Jess had home field advantage. So that, yeah, let's not go into there that. There was that. There was that. Um, you know, and I'm sure that she, you know, she might have been palming some of those cards, to, you know, having a little flick through off camera do, and choosing the one, the one she wanted. But anyway, anyway. Can I just say, when you go to a casino in America, right, the, the croupier people have to have their hands on show the whole time so that you can mm. see that they're not kind of, Sniff, snaffling any money or anything. What about um? What about if you go get something out your pocket? Well, you you didn't have your hands. All we could see was your table. But a couple of the dice yeah. rolled off screen, didn't they, Brian? Know we didn't what? know what was this going on. This is just typical. I'm just good at it. Okay. Like, I'm just good at the game, and you two can't handle that. I'm good at the game. Look, we'll have a rematch but, if you think you're so great. Right. We'll have a rematch. Gen- I I'll be honest. Going into this, there was two things that that I was worried about. One. We've talked about already the fact that it looked like an awful Sinclair Spectrum game. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, I did I did a bit of research because Jess said like it's worth looking at some of the tutorials, finding out what yeah. to do. Otherwise, because it gives you a good basis to then rather than waste time. So I did all that. I got engrossed quite quite a lot in it. But this this one thing that that did worry me was the fact it's called a Euro game. Yes. Or some people yeah. call it a German style board game as opposed to American style board games, which I knew nothing about before, and. I, it just, I don't know why. And I think it's probably because of the, my, the fact I quite like football. And whenever you introduce like German style, you have that, you have the phrase ruthless efficiency. Yeah. Um, Strutting after uh, you scored a penalty. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it said, it said it takes out um, the difference between Euro games. Probably Andy knows a bit more about this than me, actually. But what? the difference between a Euro game and a, and a traditional board game is it sort of, takes out so traditional board games have more like luck and like conflict and drama which for yeah. me are the best parts of games yeah whereas euro games are a bit more abstract a bit more like it's like 
when you know if if you go to a I don't know you're on holiday and you're stuck in a restaurant and you get chatting to like a Dutch couple and they're quite they're like technocrats they're quite boring yeah that's that's what initially put me off Jan and but Marie when we played it, it was it was yeah it was very good and then there's something to be said for there is something to be said for meticulous planning and ruthless efficiency but the the weird thing is you know I mean I, I play quite a lot of board games with quite a lot of different people and there's quite a few people and there might be people listening to this who are big board game players or whatever who hate luck. Uh, and a lot of games talk oh. about luck mitigation. So, so a lot of players can't stand the fact that you might plan stuff really well and at the roll of a dice, then suddenly you're put yeah. down a lower level that someone has not mm. planned as well as you. And that's why I think Euro games are a lot more about seeing the moves four or five steps ahead. Uh, uh, American-style uh, American games or Trash games, I think, are more roll the dice, see what happens. But I don't know what you view yeah. on the whole luck. I like thing. the I chaos. Like yeah. I like the chaos. Yes. I prefer chaos. But to be fair, this was fun as well. And there is, obviously, with the whole thing about... Um, uh, rolling a seven and people yeah. getting their resources taken away from they still have that you still have an element of chance mm. and sort of conflict so it's good yeah i loved it yeah i know that's really interesting what you say about luck bush because i've never realized i don't like luck in games because i love Catan. i love looking at the board and uh-huh. thinking right i need to go here here and here this is going to help me this way yeah. and that way palming a few cards yeah no, yeah i didn't Changing that. the dice here, there, I, and everywhere. I'm just really good at. I tell you what, though, um, I did really, really annoy my housemate um, when we played it once. So basically, um, there's a card um, where you can say, right, if I'm going to take everybody's hay. Okay. And basically, what I did to her is I went, oh, um, has anybody got any hay they'd like to trade? And she went, yeah, I've got three. Um, do you want to trade it for something? And I was like, oh, actually, no, I don't want to trade it. And then I played my development card and I took believe. all of her hay off her. And she was like, that is really out of order that you've just done that. And I was like, lady, I was just playing the game. You and were she playing got it. really annoyed. And well, then she, th- again... She very quickly, and it's a very Brian move, to be fair, she very quickly kind of played her cards and we never played again because I was just too good. Well, listen, if, if you listen to this right now and you've used nefarious means uh, in well-meaning board games, even even German farm tender 1987 that we've talked about here with uh, Settlers of Catan, but you've got good results as a result of it, get in touch, tell us about it. You can uh, get involved via our Instagram at Board Game Thing or drop us an email, podcast at zatu.co.uk. So we've asked on our Instagram, at BoardGameThing, uh, what are your suggestions for the next kind of spin-off version of Catan? Uh, Muck Batesman on uh, our Insta says, Mad Max, Catan, the mm. Apocalypse, that'd be good, the Terradome, whatever it's called. Uh, you Sing Bolt says, Shaun of the Dead, Catan. And hi to Sam down the road, who wants a Wicker Man, Catan. Um, I've got an idea for a, a Catan expansion, or a Catan spin-off. Go on, go on, go on. So all the ones you've said so far have been quite exotic and quite adventurous, right? But I want to bring it back to its Germanic, again, world machine roots. Yeah. Technocrat style. Um, What about the uh, Middle Isle at Lidl, Catan? And the resources you have to gather are like the crazy stuff you get in the Middle Isle Isle at Lidl, like the ironing board. Yeah. like a toaster with a poacher attached. Snow gloves. A trombone in there once. Not <laughs> exactly. even a trombone, joking. yeah. Not a unicycle. <laughs> yeah. And then it opens up a whole new world for trading. It's like, I'll give you two unicycles for... Dog bed, for a dog bed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one of those uh, barrels of broken biscuits. You know, that you know, that sort of thing. Oh, I love it. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's yeah? a really good idea. What's the name of the games company that do it, Andy? Asmodee. Yeah, do, um, do you have you got the number of their CEO? Because I might just give him a call tomorrow. No, leave it, please. Obviously, he's not going to turn this down, is he? No, no, no God, no. Of course, seriously. He's not going to turn it down. Asmodee have been very, very good to us. Uh, as of Zatu, let's just not burn any bridges here. Uh, but you can get all of these different uh, 
spin-offs of Catan, and there are so many, I literally can't even name them all. They're fantastic. Uh, have a look on Zati's website. They're all on there for you to absolutely uh, adore and have a look at and buy right now. Uh, let's do the thing we do every week and say, hello, Brian. It's time for your Board Game Fact of the Week. Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Oh, guys, I, I I wish I could. Do you know what? I wish I could be you, you two, right now because it's be bad. you don't know what you're. you're yeah, it's going to be it's so be good. But what you're about to receive, the knowledge I'm about to impart and bestow upon you is amazing. Right now, a lot of people say this fact is rubbish. Yeah, and it has in the past. It's been one of those things they say. Oh, actually, that's not true. It's just it's an urban myth. But then re- people have done research into it, and they think actually it is true. Right. right. So anyway. Um, we've this this episode is all about Catan, right? And it's all about settling. It's all about building roads. It's yeah. all about um, building infrastructure. Yeah. So this fact is about is about we're sort of about roads. When it is about roads. Now this is the most interesting thing in the world, right? You know um, the Apollo Eleven mission. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they went to the moon. Yeah. yeah. And they had things on them called um, SBRs. They're called solid booster rockets. Right. So you know the things on the side, the side, the, the sort of extra boosters that fall off. Oh, are you? Know, yeah. Uh, yeah. From yeah, the yeah. rocket. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they would ideally have liked them to have been a bit bigger, right? Don't we all? We. <laughs> but they couldn't. And the engineers wanted them to be a bit bigger. But the people that were in charge of logistics and transport for the, for the moon landings and for the rocket stuff said, no, they have to be this size. And do you know why they had to be this size? Because because they had to fit on a train. Train. <laughs> they had to fit on a train because that was the only way. Because they were built in uh, Utah, and the only way to get them from Utah to Cape Canaveral was by train. They had to build them on a train. They had to put them on a train. And as we all know, the standard gauge of a train, obviously, guys, what is it? It's come on, you must know this one, everyone, oh, everyone. Easy, tons. see you easy. No, it's four foot eight. So the train width of the of the tracks is four foot eight inches, right? The width. Yeah. Why are train? Yeah, why are standard train tracks four foot eight inches wide? Why is that? Because that's the good length as not to destroy too much of the countryside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But the reason is in America, especially. Uh, is because the people that built them were British engineers. So ma- mainly British engineers built American railways, right? Mm. Yeah. But then why did British engineers build railways that were four foot eight inches wide? Because the precursor, the precursor to trains were trams and they used some of the same engineering gear and some of the Isn't that the nightclub Jess used to go stuff. to in, uh, in the Midlands? <laughs> trams, trams. Trams. And the trams oh, right. and the trams were four foot eight inches wide too, the wheels on those. Yeah. But why were the trams oh. four foot eight oh. inches wide? God, Brian, we don't know. Don't know. Um, come on, just keep going. We're going to get to the end soon. Because the, often trams were built on old roadways. So why were the roadways... Four foot eight inches wide. Because that's how long the cars were. Because that's how, well, not the cars, but the, the carts. <laughs> that's the standard width of a cart, oh, right? Can I just God. say that this, this fact and, is reminding me of where does he keep his armies up his sleeveys? <laughs> it feels like that, but in long form. And, and why are carts four foot eight inches wide? Oh, because of the horse. Because the horse, because they would cause ruts in the road. Well done, Jess. And the horses had to walk on the bit in between. 
And why were carts four foot eight inches wide? Because before that, chariots were four foot eight inches wide. That's a different nightclub so altogether. It all goes, back to, all goes back to Roman roads and the building of roads, just like in Catan. So if you think about it, it's amazing that the, the size of rockets that went to the moon is all linked back to the size of the width between the wheels of a Roman chariot. There you go. How's that for a fact? That's a good one. got there in the end. That's a good one. That was, that was more like a, a sensory yeah. experience that Jess and Five I were part 10. of. Five out of ten. For yeah, I mean, I did meander a bit, but, you know, you get the gist. I could have just said, like, the reason why trains are that standard is because Roman chariots. That's fine. Don't be, but, you know, don't be yourself better. down. I, you know, I like to build the suspense. Yeah. I like to build the suspense. I'm still saying the Hungry Hippos was the best one. <laughs> That was wicked. Remember those days? Unbelievable. Oh, I remember those, those days. days. Yeah. It's like wicked. snappy. You got it straight away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I remember them. Yeah. Brian, thank you very much for that. Another cracking board game fact of the week. In other news, you can buy a very luxurious uh, Catan improvements. I don't know if you've seen this uh, on their website, but uh, you can buy luxury tiles, deck holder, hex holders for all the little uh, terrain that goes on the board and stuff as well. Oh, so if, you, if you've pimped up a board game, uh, send us the photos of it at board game thing. I love it when people take board games to the next level, which is an amazing thing. Speaking of board games, speaking of the next level, should we have our weekly pitch where the listeners to the board game thing podcast pitches their idea for the board game of the future? Hell yeah. Uh, this is John Brooks, and he's come up with an amazing idea for a board game that he's going to present to us right now. John, take it away. Hi guys, it's John from Shubriness, and I have an idea for a board game. Now, before I start this, I'm going to preempt it by saying sometimes you have a dream and you wake up and you think it's a really good idea for a film. Then when you think about it later, it's absolutely awful. Well, I kind of thought of this <laughs> Saturday night, sitting there after a couple of whiskeys, thinking about board games. I came up with this idea. It may be good, it may not be, but it's quite simple. Uh, it's based on the old arcade games where you used to get a group of six horses running along, you put your coin in the machine and you bet on which colour would win. In the board game you would have 10 hurdles, same six horses, same six colours, but the deck of cards would just be coloured cards. Mm -hmm. You would deal out 10 cards to each player, uh, depending upon the colours that are being used in the game, and then those players take it in turns to lay their cards, and obviously they're not going to get full <laughs> colour, so they can't help themselves win, but they can try and stop the other horses from winning by laying oh, down yeah. different coloured cards. You, you, it could have a tactical edge to it. It might not. It might just be too simple. But then you can also throw in cards where the horse falls over the stick. It's all reversed in the background. That sort of thing. So, or the horse gets injured or gets turned into dog meat. But it's it's got room for manoeuvre. It's, it's a dog it meat. But it needs more time on it, really. This no? is just a, a shot in the dark idea after a couple oh. of drinks. So, oh, I love know it. I think. love it. Thanks. Hey, John. I definitely think there's definitely something in there. Definitely. There was definitely a car reversing well, in the background. He definitely mentions horses being made into dog meat at some point during the end of that as well. So that's why I like it straight away. Mm -hmm. um, it, I think he said at one point, it's too simple. It might be too simple. No, I don't think it is too simple. <laughs> no. Um, no, but, 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 he has me at the bit where he says, you can't help yourself, but you can sabotage other horses. Oh, yeah. for, that, for that alone, for that alone, I would pay money. Do you know what? It's yeah. my favourite arcade game of all time, though, that one that John's talking about. You know, do you remember that arcade game where you had little tiny yeah. plastic horses on a bit of wire? And it's like, place yeah, your yeah. bets now, please. Yeah. So if it's anything like that, it's going to yeah. be fantastic. John, you have won yourself a fantastic... Fantastic, a, mo a much coveted Zatu dice mat 
for your troubles of sending us in your fantastic board game idea. Thank you so much. That is pretty much it from us. Uh, check out all the games that we talked about tonight. There's so many different variations on Catan. It's a fantastic game. We can't all wait to meet up and play it once the apocalypse is over. Uh, and you can find them on Zatu's website right now. Get in touch on Instagram, at BoardGameThing. You can uh, drop us an email, uh, podcast at zatu.co.uk. Uh, and what's everyone up to for the rest of the week? Brian, what are you doing? What's 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 the rest of the week hold for you? I'm uh, jet washing my patio. So, yeah. Don't say oh, that really makes my life because I, I do. I really want to get a jet washer and do the decking. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. I'd love mm-hmm. to have a jet Better washer. Than sex. Better I, than sex. I, do you know what? I am actually so excited to do that. And I think it's just going to be amazing. I can't wait. Only problem, though, I don't want to get them all, it all over the patio doors. So, yeah, I need to have a think about that. Oh, by the way, the fence is still is still on the garden. We still haven't put it back up. So, yeah, so it's a whole week since last week and it's still... Oh, know, jet, jet wash the I'm fence. Busy. Jet wash the fence while it's on the floor. That's probably a good idea. Um, I'm also going to be in the garden this weekend, uh, making it nice for with the rule of six when we can have a little party. Aww. But it's just all covered in cat shit, so we just need to pick all that out, which is just going to be absolutely <laughs> lush. Can't wait for that. What are you doing, Bush? I don't know. I'm just going to get myself a jet wash and uh, have a think about you picking up cat shit with a uh, plastic carrier bag. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> uh, that has been another edition of Board Game Thing. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.